Hi. Thank you for joining me today, Maddie. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. So you are visiting me from Oregon. Yes. And we've talked about doing this episode for a long time. Um, so for, I think I've kind of talked about this on my show already, but I have a spreadsheet of like all the movies. She does guys. This is, this is true facts. (laughs) In, uh, chronological order, it has a lot of information and I've been setting it around my friends and family, um, possibly a stranger in the future. I don't know. Whoever wants to be on my show. Um, and Colin, who? I said, call in. Oh, call in. <laughs> call me. I'm the, I'm the air. No. <laughs> Contact me, though. There's an email address. Um, and Maddie, why did you sign up for this one, for this movie? Oh. What was the appeal? I don't know. I think I just remember watching this with Caitlin when we were, like, I don't know how old I was, probably. It came out in 2008. Okay, so I was 10-ish. And I just remember watching in my dad's bedroom with my sister, and I just, just like, I don't know. That memory just kind of put me back when I saw that title, and I thought I wanted to go with The Incredible Hulk, because I can get angry too sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she can. Hey! Um, your nickname isn't Mad Dog for no reason. Or Maddie the Molar for my dad. Yes. Uh, okay, so Incredible Hulk came out in 2008. Now, this is the third movie in chronological order, even though Iron Man 2 came out later in 2000 and what year was that? 2012? 2010, actually, 2010. Um, This came out in June 2008, which was a month after Iron Man came out, the first one. However, chronologically, this one happens um, a little bit later because the events of Iron Man 2 happen right after Iron Man 1. And uh, if you haven't done so already, I would suggest watching this movie um, or if you've watched it in the past, you just want to listen to this, maybe uh, read a little bit of wiki. There's going to be lots of spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers ahead, stop now and then come back later and and watch this. I think you can save this podcast on your Spotify um, for later viewing. Okay, so 2008. Um, this movie, I just wanted to hit at the top before we kind of break it down, Maddie, but a lot of people argue that it's not canon, it's not part of MCU because Edward Norton is Incredible Hulk and we're all familiar with Mark Ruffalo, I think I talked about this in my first episode briefly, but the reason I'm counting this one is because it is, in fact, canon from what I've researched. Um, All of the stuff that happens in this does impact Bruce Banner later in the movies. Um, This is his ex-girlfriend. This is the, the general comes up later again. All of this did impact him, and that's how he ended up in, I believe it was India in the Avengers movie. So even though there is a cast change, and obviously there's some characteristics that are different in the future, this is the same Bruce Banner. Anything to add to that? (laughs) Um, Not right. Okay, so saying that, for me it was really weird watching this movie because... I haven't interacted with this movie since I've watched the rest of the MCU. And I'm so used to Mark Ruffalo playing Bruce Banner and playing the Hulk. And seeing the Hulk different, CGI was very different. We can get into that. Um, So it was weird watching this and being like, yeah, they're the same character. Like bridging those together. So 
when I continue this journey and watch the other movies uh, with Mark Ruffalo, I'm going to be really thinking about that and talking about that and seeing what they did with that in a different lens. Yeah, I mean, this is the one and only movie that the Hulk is the main character. Yeah. I mean, besides Ragnarok, he does come into that one a well, bit. Hulk does. Bruce Hulk, Banner. But not Bruce Banner, just A little Hulk. bit at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you look back in 2008, there was a four-year change until a new Bruce Banner came into the play. Yeah. So, like, for that four years, if I can really remember when I was 10 years old, it was Edward Norton. But to me, when I look at it, I see it. Like when I rewatched it the other day with Caitlin, it's the cinematic is very different than it is with blockbuster Marvel movies and how this Hulk was portrayed and how the other Hulk was portrayed. So, I mean, I mean, Edward Norton is coming from like Fight Club and a lot of other, um, the Italian job. So it's coming off of that a little bit. Yeah, around this time. And then Mark Ruffalo was coming from, like, romantic rom-com, so you can just see that different I mean, he shift. was in other stuff. Don't, don't discount <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, okay? I love Edward Norton. I believe that Edward Norton is a better Bruce Banner, but I don't discount Mark Ruffalo's impact, and I think he, he does the role justice. Um, I just don't think it's a completely successful cast change just because I do miss Edward Norton's portrayal. I think it's a little darker. It's a little grittier. Um, it really shows. I guess it's all preference, but. Yeah, it shows the stress of Bruce Banner and, and what he's going through. And, um, but at the same time, I really appreciate Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner. And we'll talk about that more once we get to Avengers. Um, so we'll kind of stop talking about the cast change. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Okay. Moving on forward. Moving on forward. So this movie takes place after the transformation, after he's become Hulk a few years later. Um, and we kind of just see that transformation through a montage. But can I say something about this montage? Because I wrote it down. Um, I don't want to put names out here, but I did go to school for a little bit of film. So growing up i don't know like these month this montage really wasn't cheesy those edits really flowed well together and i felt it really gave you the story but not in a more of a cheesy here's a little montage it was like more a captain like captain america montage yeah it was not like a captain america montage this one was like each cut made you feel the emotions and then it put you right back into the present moment which i really liked because i'm not a huge fan of montages well it also felt like memories because yeah it, it did feel more memories it flowed well yeah well the the scenes were kind of incomplete we only saw parts and the way that it was stitched together caused a lot of like stress because you're like oh my god and it was oh also god. like point of view of him too when he was hulk so it wasn't like you saw hulk it was more point of view well you did see him we saw his hands and stuff but it was no, like we, his eyes yeah but you there is a part where we see him transforming and like writhing on the table Oh, but anyways, <laughs> um, we also see briefly the attack when he attacks Betty Ross and um, uh, General Ross. I don't know his first name. I'm sorry. If you're a general, keep your personal emotions to yourself. Um, uh, <laughs> we have a dad. I guess we be a have bit a protective. <laughs> if that was you that was being attacked, do you think he wouldn't hold a personal... My dad, Vendetta. he is just like that general, so yes. 
I don't think he's just like the general. No, no. Uh, if you want to hear more about our dad, you should listen to episode three. Just a little plug. Shout out. Iron Man. That was a very loud shout out. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> um, okay, so we kind of fast forward through those memories and we see that now there's been 160 something days, 150 something days since he last hulked out and he's living in Brazil and working at a soda factory. Yes. But then I also heard something that it was five years before the first Hulk out, which was interesting because they said yeah. it was all five years. Yeah. So 100 days he did hulked out once or something. Well, I mean, I think that he hulked out at least a couple times during those five years because it took him a lot of time I to control like his anger. Work, though. The breath work was very, me and Caitlin are very spiritual breath, breath workers, so it's very cool to see that. Just yes. saying. Maddie has used, uh, I have as well, we both use breath work to uh, control our anger, control our emotions. I thought it was interesting that the guy that he was working with specifically said, best way to control anger is to control the body. And I liked that that was a reoccurring theme through this movie. Um, You know, especially later on in the MCU franchise, they've really highlighted mental health issues and, and different things that affect if we see... Um, you know, Bucky Barnes in the new TV show on on Disney Plus, they really go into PTSD and, and different things that he goes through. Um, and I feel like in this, they really, I mean, not only does Bruce Banner have to control his anger, but he has to control his excitement, like all these different emotions and sexual excitement. <laughs> okay. There was a um, scene. There was a scene later on in the movie. Um <laughs> But he also has to not, like, okay, when we're working through an emotion, right, so all the trauma that he has of attacking someone that he loves, causing pain, being on the run, being alone, he can never fully, like, go through that and heal from that because he cannot allow himself to feel the emotions that go along with that without hulking out. out. (laughs) Yeah. But I do want to add before we move on. Yeah. Uh, like Caitlin was saying with the whole mental health aspect, there was a lot of spiritual aspect too, which also goes into like a little bit more of Doctor Strange yes. and a lot more into that realm. Um, I mean, like, I don't, Doctor Strange is a long farther time to go, but. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll many, get into that many, later. Many, many, many but from now. it was cool to see that start in like 2008 and then it going a little bit more into what it is now. Yeah, just to say, we're on episode five. Doctor Strange is going to be episode 17. And then Multi-Universe is coming out too, so that's going to probably going to be like, what, 50 or something? I don't know how many episodes this, yeah. There's a lot. Okay. (laughs) Now, every movie, every episode, we have to talk about the Stan Lee cameo. I love it because she, we must be sisters because I literally saw Stan Lee on my, on my notes and I was like, I was about to say Stan Lee, but I don't want to, this is her podcast. And then she freaking does it. So yeah. come on people. Sister telepathy. But yeah, let's do a shout out to Stan Lee from wherever he may be up in heaven or wherever you believe in. Poor little man. Well, not poor little man. He had a very, he was like 90 years old. Oh, he lived a lot. He was like, like what we're talking about. He's been in almost all of his comics you know yeah. popping it in and so in this one what did he do uh well what's funny is that i i love this movie and i've thought about it over the years but i haven't like watched it all the time and i specifically remember the scene where his blood drips into the soda and he freaks out because 
blood. Uh, he knows what his blood yeah, contains. It has Hulk blood. <laughs> um, they're more scientific uh, explanation. What do you call it? Gamma ray something, radiation. Something, something. Yeah, radiation something. poisoning. Um, and he cleans up the blood, but Maddie misses, or he misses it. And Maddie, what did you say when he missed it? I don't know. You said always linger, always keep looking. Yeah. Like he rushed away too quickly. Yeah, don't just say, oh, I got it. Just make sure you check all your points, people, because he didn't. And poor Stanley drank that bottle all the way in America from Brazil. Yeah. But, anyways, what I was saying is that I specifically remember this old man, like, dying from it. But watching this movie, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh, fuck. Whatever. I said, fuck. Um, oh, man, it's Stan Lee. <laughs> I really want to I don't know if we can't do this, but I want to go back to my brain in 2008 and knew if we actually knew that, you know, if we knew that was Stanley or even I think I think dad would have told I us. I mean dad well, yeah, dad's a very into comic things. books. Yeah. So uh, did Stanley create all the comics or was he just no. producing them? No, like, I think he, he was a co-creator. That? I don't okay. know. We can have another Stanley episode another time. Well, she yeah, there should be like a whole Stanley <sighs> series. Um yeah, so then we're introduced. So what? Okay. So that means with him, Stanley, they know where Hulk is. That pinpointed him because I know they follow the bottle. They're like, "This is Brazil. Let's go find him." And then they set up a crew and went and found him. Yeah, tried to. And we've got Emil Blonsky who uh, ends up becoming uh, abdominal. Uh, not abdominal. <laughs> <laughs> What, what do they Wait. name him? I can't say that word, so we're just not going to say it. Can't say abdominal? No, we're saying it wrong. Not abdominal. Oh. Ab- ab- whatever. So we've got Emil Blonsky, who is played by Tim Roth. and or, No, there's two Tims in this movie. I think uh, you got the right one. Did I- yes, Tim Roth. Tim Blake plays uh, the doctor. Oh, okay. With, uh, Mr. Gre- Mr. Blue, which yeah. we'll talk about later. Um, Neil Blonsky plays uh, Tim Roth is a great actor, by the way. He's like scary. What else has he been in? Other stuff. Okay. I don't know. But um, Emil Blonsky goes there. He doesn't really know what he's going into because the general doesn't tell anyone about the Hulk aspect. He just because personal issues. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the smartest thing. You kept getting angry because you're like, why would he send them in when they know that he would Hulk out? And then of course the um, the the soda thugs, I wrote factory thugs, <laughs> Factory thugs are after him. You know, it was really intense. I loved this scene because it was a really good action scene. It felt like an action movie, like a Tom Cruise movie or something. See, that's why I really like this aspect of this movie instead of like Avengers and stuff. Continue. I kind of disagree with that, but we'll get into that. <laughs> um, I will say it's a lot better done than the action in Captain America, which if you've been listening to my podcast, you know how I feel about that movie. Um, this was definitely more intense, especially when you're like his heart rate going up on the watch and you're just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. The beeping and it just all kind of ties you in. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we get our first glimpse of the Incredible Hulk and the CGI. Beautiful. Okay. OG Hulk effects. Well, okay. I guess I should have said this earlier. Um, obviously, there's been other movies about the Incredible Hulk. Uh, the one right before this, I think it was like 2004 with Eric Bana. That one is not canon. So we're not talking about that one. I should have prefaced this at the earlier thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't to bring him up later because he was in it for two seconds. <laughs> Eric Bana? 
No, he wasn't. Oh, not that guy. Another Hulk was yeah. in it. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Oh, we'll get to it. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I pulled the gun too early. No, no, no. It's okay. Okay. OG Hulk effects. Out of 10, what would you rate it? Uh, 6.2. I wrote 6 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great. I mean, it was good for the times, but wasn't great. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't great. Period. <laughs> it was a little pushing. It was like too extreme like yeah when they started doing the episodes of the first episode one two and three of star wars they went to cgi kind of felt that a little bit with yeah this work, you know and they're like cgi woohoo and then it's just like yeah. i don't know what you just created bro yeah we weren't we weren't feeling the the cgi but uh, you know hulk gets better over time and and that's great um, yeah which i do kind of yeah so then we kind of fast forward. He's magically in the U.S. And Woo-hoo. we don't really need to go scene by scene. We just want to talk about certain aspects of this. Um, I noticed at the pizza place that he went to for refuge to go talk to Stanley, his friend. It was Stanley's pizza. And I was like, I wonder if that's like a Stanley thing. Of course. Stan Lee and then Stan Lee's. Yep. Uh, ding, ding, ding. So um, he is trying to get into the research building and he bribes. Now you can finally say it. Now, guys, he bribes one of the Incredible Hulks who played. Wasn't the first one. I think he was the middle between the one before Edward Norton. There was three before. Lou Fergino. Yes. Who was in the Incredible Hulk TV show uh, from 1977 to 1982. And that's a an incredibly hilarious Hulk. If you guys want to Google it, guys, I I watched a trailer the other day and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> Especially they didn't really do CGI. They just kind of painted him green and made him really muscular, and then they gave him a green wig and green. The uh, the trailer that I teeth. saw, they had like Thor in it too, and like there's a cheesy Thor with his little like. Do you remember his headband with those wings? Yeah. So anyways, um, it's it's interesting. But yeah, so they bribed him with the pizza, but it was actually him, you yeah. know? So that was fun. Um, okay, so then we're starting to see Betty. And we see Betty's new girlfriend. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she's stuck in the uh, 21st century, yeah. but uh, uh, the 2020s. Yes. Betty Ross, very American name. Um, she is dating... Phil from uh, Modern Family. Shout out. I've seen him before. He uh, went to the same college as I did. Just saying. Wow. I have to pull a plug somehow. Come You've on. been pulling a lot of plugs. I love it. <laughs> um, also, I just want to note, because I thought this was funny. Uh, he, oh, Ty, Tay, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. I was mixing his name up with Tay Diggs. Um, <laughs> Ty Burrell, if you guys remember, in National Treasure 2... He is starting to date the main lead after she broke up with Nicolas Cage. Cage. And in this movie, he's dating the main lead after she kind of had to break up um, with Bruce. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, hmm, someone's always second here. Someone's character type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I thought there was a lot of chemistry between them. I really felt it. I feel like sometimes in the Marvel franchise, there's a lot of chemistry between love interests, and sometimes there is not a lot of chemistry. And in this case, I thought there was a lot of chemistry. I mean, we'll talk about, I mean, it kind of just pops back a couple, like, 40 minutes or something. 
But he actually really cared for her no matter. There wasn't really jealousy because he was a shrink. He more cared about her rather than had jealousy for Bruce, which I kind of liked. What are you talking about? Like further down. Well, he's the one that called the general. I know he's the one who called the general. But then when he met up with the general, he's like, he protected her and you try to kill her. Yeah, that is true. That is true. He was kind of on Bruce's side. But I mean, at the same time, he did call, which, come on, bro. That's not cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, then we see Emil Bronski getting the super soldier infusion. Oh, my God. Are we literally leaked? Because my eyes saw super soldier on my thing, and then she says it again. Come on, people. Um, okay, so let's let's have a little conversation about Super Soldier Serum. So the first time we see Super Soldier Serum, say that three times fast, um, was Almost in, did it. I thought she uh, I thought she was asking you guys. Try it, try it. Super Soldier, Super Soldier, Super Soldier. No, super Soldier Serum. Super Soldier Serum, Super Soldier Serum. Holy like, oh, crap, guys. Of spit. There's a lot of spit. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. So the first time you see Super Soldier Serum is in Captain America. And if you guys remember right, Tony Stark's daddy. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the one who created it. He helped, but it was um, the German dude. Yeah, sorry guys, sorry uh, guys, who dies. So he's shot. He's killed. the The serum kind of dies with him because there was like a couple bottles of serum. They get destroyed, and we're basically told like. The program is closed. Um, Howard Stark is working on finding a new super soldier serum, but there's not really much development for a while from what we can see. Um, So now we're in the 2000s, and we can kind of put together that with Stark Industries, the government was creating more super soldier serum kind of thing. Um, And the general, we infer that the general was having uh, Bruce Banner and his daughter Betty Ross work on something that they didn't know the full logistics of what they were working on. Um, the Super Soldier Serum, as he explains to Emil Bronsky, is um, there's been issues with it. Obviously, what happened to Bruce Banner wasn't really meant to happen. And I think there he obviously has the personal vendetta, but he also had his ego like bruised very badly from the situation it didn't reflect well on him he lost um the funding he lost the project like he kind of lost everything he lost his daughter as well because of the choices that he made to foolishly protect his daughter in ways that didn't actually protect her and um he wants it back for like he sees bruce banner and the hulk as like government property So they're working on other super soldier serums. And we'll notice that, you know, super soldier serum like Steve Rogers, super soldier serum. Oh, my God. I've been saying that way too much. Later on, as in the the most recent that we've seen it is in. um, Oh, my God. What's it called? Uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We see oh, the black yeah, super soldier, so we know that, that the black super soldier, he had that serum, but that was way earlier yeah. than this. Um, and, and all of those, they look human still, right? And so obviously there's something that was missing from these experiments, something that made it different. So when Emil Blonsky did it, we kind of knew that something was, was going awry. Which, ooh, his body got a little too icky for me, people. Yeah, well, before he gets really icky and he kind of fucks himself up, 
he's already kind of looking kind of sickly. And we'll remember that a big theme in the MCU when it comes to super soldier serum is that it enhances your emotions. It enhances who you are. And so it can kind of change you. And we see that again in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we'll talk a lot about that when we finally get to that episode way, way, way down the line. Um, But I did talk about it in Captain America. And when it changed Steve, it brought out all of the best qualities of Steve. However, in this case, Emil Blonsky, come on, General. There was already red flags with him. Um, The way he talked, different things. What was the vibe that you got from Emil Blonsky before he even did the Super Soldier Serum? Well, I mean, he kind of seemed like he was stuck in his 40s, not really going anywhere. And like, he was 39, remember? Oh, yeah, he was 39. See, like, he aged really badly. And, like, I could just see a lot of resentment and, like, not for all the right reasons. And it just kind of, yeah, and it kind of just bubbled up. And then the Super Syndrome just popped it out of him. But we do want to, I do want to talk about how, weren't you saying when we were watching it that, with Bruce Banner, they wanted to take his blood to multiply it, yes. right? They want to use him as a weapon. Yeah. And that's why he's running, guys. He doesn't want to be a weapon. He didn't know what was happening. No, and again, he didn't know what was going on. Like, he thought the research was for something else, to save people, to help people, not um, as a weapon. And so um, Emil Blonsky Which, gets the super soldier yeah. serum. It makes him even cockier as usual. He's a little cocky fucker. Yeah. And uh, we get the incredible scene, ha, incredible, um, <laughs> where they're at the school, you know, uh, Ty Burrell had called the general, so they're circling Bruce and Betty. Too many people, come on guys, that was like 200 soldiers or some crap. Yeah, at the college, <laughs> and we see Bruce, and he ends up hulking out, which, honestly, the general knew that he was going to hulk out. I think that he made that call to, in his head, show Betty that Bruce is not a good person because he can't control it, but literally, like... But that's literally chemicals, and he's the one who's bringing it out of him, and Bruce just wants to help people, but he wants to use that to create soldiers and to use as a weapon, so that's just manipulated people think that everyone else is bad because they know that they're the one who's bad. Exactly. So, um... You know, that was a really interesting scene. If you guys have seen um, What If, have you watched What If, Maddie? I've seen three episodes, but with What If, and Caitlin has this issue too, reading comics, it gives me headaches. So sometimes a little bit of those episodes. You love cartoons, though. I love cartoons, but when it comes a little too, like, I try to do anime. I love anime. But then some, like, my friend really wants me to do Clash of the Titans. I believe that's what it's called. But, uh, War of the Titans, sorry. But I don't even, I don't know. Those give me headaches sometimes. It just depends on the type of animation. Well, in this case, um, we're not going to talk too much about it. I've been trying to decide if I'm going to do a what if podcast. I think I have to at this point. I thought you wrote it down in the sheet. It was a question mark. mark. It was a question mark. Um... Because it is canon and it's not canon because uh, it's, it's variants. It's, no, it's not that it's animated. It's that it's variants and it's it's kind of like not really what happened, but what happened in the multiverse. And um, 
<clears throat> the reason I'm bringing this up, so if you guys haven't watched it, I would recommend, I can't remember what episode number it is, but I would recommend looking at that episode, the one with Hulk, because it's really interesting, and this specific battle on the college campus happens in What If. Um, we'll talk about it later during What If. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones I saw. Yeah. I saw when Captain America was a woman. Well, it's not like no, I the don't. switch genders, it's... They switched people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway, Carter, yeah, Peggy Carter. Um, but also, I think that in the multiverse movie coming out with um, what's his face, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I believe that the episode of What If impacts this a bit. So um, that episode as well. If you guys are going in to see that new movie, check out the What If episode. Anyways, back to this movie. So that scene was really interesting. Um, like Maddie said, Bruce ended up protecting Betty. Then they're on the run together. And there was a little um, homage to the OG Hulk when she buys him purple stretchy pants. And he was like, fuck no, I'm not wearing those. <laughs> um, but I thought that was a fun little homage to the original yeah. costume. And that they didn't do it. If they did it, it, would, it wouldn't feel right. It would feel yeah. comical. And then now they're trying to find Mr. Blue. Yes. Who the who we haven't really talked about Mr. Yeah, we really haven't. We kind of talked about it like one second just because of the actor. But so Boehner was been talking to another scientist, professor, whoever it be, named Mr. Blue, sending him information and uh send him a little vial of his blood. So now they're off to New York uh to try to find him and talk a little bit more about that. Yes. So they finally get there. They're in the crazy cab driver. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, crazy cab driver. And she's like, what the hell? Yeah. And he was like, you need to control your anger. And she's like, talk she's, to the hand. Oh, yeah. She was all sass yeah. and fresh. Because any woman loves to be told that they need to control calm. their anger. You need calm to calm down. down. Uh, um, Taylor Swift just wrote a song about it. So Oh, so did Maddie. I wrote a song. About calming down. It's called Chill Pill. You guys should stream it on YouTube. No, you didn't have to plug me when I was 12 years old in junior high. Okay, guys? Take a chill pill. Caitlin, edit this out. That's <laughs> bull crap. Edit this no, out. I'm not going to. Okay, anyways. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so then now they're in his office. He's showing him. Whoa, 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 whoa. You skipped a lot of steps there. Never mind. Oh, Just yeah. Saying, he really didn't. Um, I don't know. Sorry. They're trying to, and then on the other side, all the other people are trying to find them, trying to pinpoint. They're like, "Oh, we found his address because he didn't use the encrypted email." Mister Blue didn't use the encrypted email. Bruce used encrypted email because he's smart. Mister Blue earlier because they've been talking about a cure. I thought, no, I thought Bruce Banner because remember he was on the go and so he had to use a random laptop at like the car lot or something. So I think oh. that's what Penn did. Okay. I don't remember. I thought it was the opposite, but who knows? Yeah. Um. So Bruce had sent a small vial of his blood to Mr. Blue, trusting him at this point to help him. He gets there. Um, they do this thing to do the cure and uh, to start the process. Bruce starts to hulk out and Betty um, straddles him, essentially. <laughs> Literally, because she realizes even though Hulk was there, Boehner's like a 
sorry, Banner's emotion can still feed off of her. Yes. And Hulk can feel that as well, I believe. And we kind of, we can go into the Hulk, Banner, two different entities later on, which wasn't explored very much in this movie. No, but then we look back at like, uh, what was it, Infinity War? When he splits them into two? No, uh, not Infinity War, um, the very last one. Yeah, end game when they split him into two, and you can kind of see that there is two people. Yeah, two entities, but together. But together, and he's like Hulk body. But <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, and then he discovers yeah, that Mister Blue <laughs> used a lot of his blood and created more blood, and has this like whole mission to create more serum and blah blah blah. And Bruce is like. Fuck no, we're burning this up, babe. This is not what I intended. And we realize, we kind of see Mr. Blue's true colors. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And he's not blue. He is green with envy. (laughs) Ha. Okay, I need to stop. (laughs) No, I think he's just a little mad scientist who's been cooped up in his lab too long. And now he's seen action. Well, yeah. Like you said, I don't care about the consequences. I just need your consent. So Bruce is taken as the Hulk, and he stops hulking out. He's Bruce again. He's in the back of a vehicle with the general, with Betty, with oh, other military. The whole, like, they all they all came in. And they all came in. They got in. him. Blah blah blah. They can watch the movie, yeah. guys. But then number then the other bad guy. Well, we're getting there. Okay, okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. So Emil Bronsky, he's you know the guy that already has some super serum in him. Um, they gave him another double dose because after the college incident, he got injured by Bruce. He kind of got beat up by Hulk oh, pretty he got badly. Oh, into a tree. They thought he Hulk was dead. smash! And they smashed him real good. Yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10 on that smash. <laughs> Actually, no, 9 out of 10 because he should have killed him, but he didn't. Um, and so he begs Mr. Blue for more serum. And Mr. Blue's like, I don't know what's inside of you. And I could be making it worse. And uh, Emil's like, give it to me. Well, I don't think he has a serodrome. I think he has his blood. Like, he wants Bruce Banner's blood. Right? I thought there was more to it. No. I don't know. There was more to it. There's like, because he had been working on a serum with Hulk's blood. It wasn't just like raw Hulk's blood. uh, I believe. But then he turns into this icky, like, nasty, scaly, spiny, little bigger than Hulk. But a lot bigger. A lot bigger. And, like, disgusting. But then Blue gets a little bit of the blood, too, and his head gets all weird. But then we never see him again. Yeah, I don't think we ever see Mr. Blue. So again. was that supposed to be, like, lingering? And then he comes, I don't know. But his head gets all deformed, like he's turning into something. Yeah, because he had a cut cuts. on his head and then Bruce's blood. And then it just cuts away and they don't care. Yeah. Who knows where that was going? Um, yeah. So then um, it's kind of funny. The general has no choice but to allow Bruce to hulk out. Because he realizes he, at that moment, he realized he fucked up. He fucked up big time. And Betty's like Come on, giving bro. him that look like, uh dad you idiot (laughs) um and so you created this bruce decides to jump out of a helicopter thinking that 
like the adrenaline and the anger rush of being thrown out of a helicopter will hulk him out it did remind me of later on in ragnarok where um bruce does the same exact thing literally same exact thing he jumps out and he's like i got this and to decides to hulk out and then he just hits the hits the bridge and he doesn't hulk out and he looks very puny um and so anyways that that was i after watching this just by little about watching it chronologically i think that was like a throwback to this which I hope they did, because, I mean, they shouldn't just discount movies they didn't. and actors. I don't think they did. I think there was a lot that influences. Like, this movie set up a lot for the whole, for the, whole. For the story, for the backstory. Which is good, because, I mean, I would think it would be weird if he didn't really have a backstory. Exactly. But at the same time, like, Scarlet, I mean, um, Black Widow did it. But she was also an but Iron Man, too. she does. She does have a backstory. They just throw little hints of it. And then we get her backstory later on. But she was also an Iron Man, too, before Avengers. Yes. We talk about that in the last episode. Sorry, guys. Wasn't there because this is the coolest episode because Maddie's here. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he falls down. He hulks out. Then he they have a to- big fight in New York City. Shocker, it's shocker. always New York. Um, there's a lot of damage that happens. What's interesting, though, is, you know, they talk about the damage that the Avengers do later on, but, like, no one ever talks about the damage that the fucking government experiment gone wrong creates. So I just wanted to throw that also, in Also, yeah, like, going back, he brought, like, 200 people to that college campus yeah. and then, like, invoked that. Yeah. Was throwing canyons and okay. bombs and, like, what he, the hell? I know. I know. Um... So there's a final fight that happens, um, and then the movie starts to end. Yeah, he beats um, he beats the, the, the crazy icky spiny... spiny thing. He uh, saves Betty again. He saves the general even yeah, when he didn't have to. Like the guy pulled down the airplane that they were helicopter. in. Sorry, helicopter and exploded. Yes, but everyone he... died but the two main characters. Of course. Um, and everyone's happily ever after. Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> he has to leave Betty again. Um, and this time he is really, truly on his own. And we see him much later on in India in, um, I believe it's India and Avengers. It was. Yeah, it was so like next time we see Hulk will be later on. Yeah. Um, we do see a nice little cameo and it's technically the end credits. Now, kind of argue this again with Captain America where they show the end credits way too soon. It's like literally right after. Um, And it was Tony Stark. And we see Tony Stark speaking to the general, basically like roasting him for everything that's gone wrong. He's like, whoa, bro. Yeah. And he's like, I've always believed in like mechanics over like changing the human anatomy. And uh, I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, It's also funny because I feel like there's a little bit of uh, tension between Bruce and Tony as, like, who's smarter than who in the Avengers movie. Um, anyway, so I'd be, and, and, and thinking about it again, you know, Bruce's body has changed and Tony has just, like, advanced his body with technology. I mean, yeah, you put a freaking thing in his Well, that one. was to save himself from yeah. the shrapnel and, and from all that. Um, okay, so Maddie, uh, every episode, we, I, have you, uh, give this movie a score out of 10. 
So, drumroll, please. I say an eight. Eight out of ten. Wow. Yeah. So, is that a high praise? Um, Break it down. Break it down. I guess. I don't know. An eight just kept popping in my head. Like, seven just sounded, like, too weak. I thought it was a good movie um, on its own standalone i mean further down in avengers i feel like that flowed very well especially with the character cast change but this movie standalone i believe it was eight because i really liked more of the darkness it was kind of a little more like dc because dc really has more dark while marvel has more comedic and light in it a little bit more than marvel i mean dc but this one it just seemed more crime and more i don't know i really like the um the cuts and the cinematic part of this movie rather than i don't know when i was a kid when i was in high school i'm not a huge fan of like the fight scenes and they talk in the fight scenes like iron man he loves doing that i just like get down your fight scenes don't talk just punch it out so i i give it a good eight what would a dad rate iron man shit i think an eight or a nine so if i saw if no, actually, Iron Man would be higher than this. Yeah. Iron Man's a classic. I mean, he didn't do the whole, like, talky battle stuff until, like, three and then the Avengers stuff. Yeah. I believe I gave Iron Man a nine when I watched it. And so I would give this, like, a 7.8 or an eight. Um, <laughs> or I kind of agree with eight. Caitlin. Yeah, like... Between a 7.5 and an 8, okay, folks? Yeah, and the reason why, I think I gave, I gave um, Captain Marvel, like, an 8 or an 8.5. Like, I really loved Captain Marvel. So now I feel weird giving this a lower score than Captain Marvel. It's so hard. Um, Well, Keelan, you have, like, 50 more things going. So your rates are going to go up and down, and your emotions are going to be all crazy. Um, So good luck. Captain America was a 6, I think. What's up? Oh, so he may be one of your favorite characters, but not your favorite movie? Yes. Yes. I love Steve Rogers. I love Captain America's. They fucked him over with that shitty movie, and I've talked about it, and I will continue to talk about it. Um, As far as origin stories go, this is one of my favorites. This is up here with Iron Man. Um, As far as origin stories, it's definitely high up there. Higher than Hulk. or I mean, higher than Thor, which is the next movie, and I'll get to that in a second. Um. So, yeah. Okay. And then we also have everyone rate – I don't know why I say we. It's just me. <laughs> I also have everyone rate the end credit scene. So, what would you rate this one? Like a seven. Okay. I mean, I don't like the general, so it's like, why are you even there, bro? But it was cool to have, like – Tony. Tony come in and be like, oh, come on. Don't mess it up again. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think it was a I, – I, honestly, actually, I would give it an 8 because considering the other um, end credit scenes that we've had so far, I think this one is pretty high up there. I think it stands alone. Um, some of the other ones, it's really only good if, like, you're about to watch the next movie and you watch this way back when when it first came out. This one I feel like still stands the the stands of time or oh, whatever you say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last order of business for this movie, I do want to say, um, and we've said it pretty – I'm not going to say it for every movie because um, he's in every movie, but RIP to Stan Lee. 
Also want to say RIP to William Hurt, who plays General Ross. He recently passed away. Um, brilliant performance from him, even though we didn't like his character. Doesn't mean we don't like you as an actor. <laughs> um, I mean, that's but can't kudos. affect how we feel, though. Sometimes. Well, it's kudos, kudos <laughs> to him as an actor to, to express how we don't like. <laughs> yeah. To create a character that's so unlikable. I didn't mean to shush you. No, it's okay. trying to get my point She's out. like, come on, guys. Um, I do want to say um, I won't be in the next one in Thor, but I think that will be the first one that's not on Earth, based not on Earth, well, starting out. Um, no, it's untrue. Well, because Captain and Marvel? Yeah. Well, I guess that's half and half, but this was solely... No, oh, but never mind. But then he comes into <laughs> it's like barely in Asgard. It's okay, mainly in New Mexico. Never mind. Like ninety eight percent of it's in New Mexico. Thor oh, yeah. two, Thor two is mainly in Asgard. Right, yeah. yeah. Um. So the next movie is Thor. My friend Aruba will be joining me for episode whoop, whoop. six, which is really exciting. It came out in May two thousand eleven. So we are doing a bit of a of a time jump. This is the same year that Captain America: The First Avenger came out, which was July two thousand eleven, and The Avengers, which will be the episode afterwards, isn't from two thousand twelve. Um, the reason I bring that up is because Thor is kind of like the last origin story before we get to the Avengers. Um, so we've seen Captain America, Iron Man, and the Incredible Hulk. And now we'll see Thor, and then we'll see everyone in the Avengers, and we'll also meet some new characters in the Avengers as well, mm. including uh, Clint Barton. Side note, Maddie's life. Uh, the Avengers was my first date when I was 13 years old, and my sister was paid to watch me, so there's a good little trivia on that one. Yes. <laughs> Were you 13? Well, it came out in 2012, so 2012, depending if yeah. it came out before it July. Came out in May. So, yeah, I was turning 14. Wow. I'm a baby, okay? Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for listening. So glad I was on this. I think I come back in a couple more episodes, but this was really fun to talk about The Incredible Hulk. The next episode you signed up for is episode 11, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Which has probably the best soundtrack of all time. It's up there. It's up there. It's up there. Not of all time, but of all time in the Marvel MCU universe. It's, it's up there. Is there another one that's a better one? Check out Captain Marvel soundtrack. Surprisingly, it's really good. Lots okay, guys, good maybe I have some homework to do. All right, everyone. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and follow and um, like and you know what to do. Like and all those things. You can check out my Instagram at Universal po- or Universes Untold Podcast. Uh, I make really fun little photoshops for <laughs> every episode. That uh, I, really... I don't know if I'm excited or nervous to see what mine's going to look like, oh guys. God. It's going to be fun. Um, I also am trying to keep updated. I think, you know, moving forward, my goal is to have more consistent episodes. But I appreciate you guys listening and following along. Um, if you have any suggestions on how I should um, – Go through the movies in the future, any bonuses, fun facts that you want me to add, any questions that you want me to go over, any topics, anything like that. If you want to be on the show, um, message me. 
Um, you can check out all of that on my anchor page, Universes Untold, and or message me on Instagram. And I am very excited to continue this journey. And I'm guys, she still has a lot more spots to fill. There's a lot, especially about the TV shows too. She's gonna do TV show by itself or episode by episode. It's gonna be like probably one to three episodes. Kind of bulk it per podcast episode. That makes sense. But it depends on the series. Like, yeah. what if might need, like, each More. their own? But then that's a lot of freaking podcast episodes, so. Well, let us know. Get your, you know, get your ideas and comments and let us know. Um, and, and share. Share this podcast. And uh, now we're rambling, so we're just going to <laughs> abruptly hang up before we just continue talking. We love you guys, though. Thank you again for listening. All right. Bye.